welcome to Out Tech Your Kids, a tech-positive podcast for the age of digital parenting. In 15 minutes or less, each week we'll give you the fast answers to all your burning tech questions. Hey, I'm Liz Gumbiner. And I'm Kristen Chase, and we're the founders of CoolMomPicks.com and CoolMomTech.com. And you might also know us as the hosts of the parenting podcast, Spawn. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad you're here. And today, we're going to be answering the question, how can I take better photos with my phone? Uh, We're going to offer a whole bunch of tips and hacks that you may not even know, because Kristen, these days, we're uh, spending a lot of time with our families. Yes, (laughs) just a little. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're taking a lot more pictures. And so uh, we've seen kind of an uptick in questions about camera and sharing of hacks, and we thought, you know what? That'll be a fun thing to cover today. Yeah, and we've got five awesome tips that we're going to share with you right after this. Thanks so much to our sponsor, Sophia Family. They've got the first dedicated digital activity time manager built to work across all of your devices on and offline that can even track individual users on shared devices, all from a single app on your own phone or tablet, and it's coming soon. They've launched a crowdfunding campaign, which means you could be some of the first parents to get your hands on this new gadget. Head over to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash my Sophia family. That's Sophia family with an F or actually two F's if you think about it and sign up. You'll be the first to get notified when their campaign launches. That's bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash my Sophia family. Okay, Liz. So we're taking a lot of photos these days. We are. What are you taking pictures of? I'm just curious. Like what if like when you look at your camera, I'm going to look right days, now. What are you taking? I'm looking at my camera roll right at this exact moment. You're 20,000 photos. My, oh no, that's me. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> lots of photos of children, lots of screenshots of directions. Um, photos of me in ballet shoes, photos of sports bras, <laughs> pretty much everything. <laughs> I have a lot of mask selfies. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Definitely a lot of family photos, like all kinds of family photos, indoors, outdoors. And so I, I think it's cool that we're talking about this. Um, the way I've always used tech in general, and particularly my phone, is I kind of learn the basics and get comfortable with the phone. And then every so often I go, you know what? I bet there's some cool tricks that like I'm not even using. Mm-hmm. And I'll go look at some of the features that my phone has. I, I use an iPhone. And I go, oh my gosh, I could have been doing this thing all along. And so I, I like kind of adding things as I go along at a comfortable pace. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. You know, and we actually did a recent episode of Out Tech Your Kids on how to search your photos, right, which you're going to want to go listen to right now, folks. But today we're going to share, you know, tips and tricks on how to take better photos. And, you know, we talk to a lot of parents on our OutTech Your Kid Facebook group on CoolMomTech.com, and they have been asking for iPhone-specific tricks. We know that not everyone uses an iPhone, though, so we're going to try to adapt them so that those of you with Android phones or... I don't know. Those of you with flip phones, sorry, you may nope, be you may be out of luck today. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try to make sure it's as inclusive as possible. Then I don't even know how you're listening to the podcast if you're on a hmm, flip phone. On their computer, Liz. We can uh, listen to podcasts hmm, on computers. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but we, we live on our phones. You probably do, too. So these are our own favorite tips that you may not know about. So first of all, I have to give you the number one trick. This is my favorite. I share this with people all the time in person, or at least in person from a, a distance. <laughs> these days, (laughs) whatever counts for in person. And people love it. If you only know one trick, this is the best. You can do it with any phone. 
for the best selfies, you know how, Kristen, when you're going to take a selfie, you kind of are angling so like your arm isn't in the photo or if you're trying to get a big family or a big group in. You, you can't fit everybody yes, into I've been the, there many the a time. Frame. Even for me, who like I have long arms and exactly. I'm tall. It's still hard for me. Yeah. And you've got four kids. I've got four kids this summer. So it's a lot of us to get into selfies. So here is my trick. So simple. Use the timer on the forward-facing camera. Aww. Use the timer. So what you do is if you, like on the iPhone, you click the little carrot icon up top. So it points down, which will reveal the menu. On Android, there's a similar menu. And you touch the timer icon. And then you can set the timer for three or 10 seconds. I find three is pretty good. So people don't have too much time to pose. <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds is a very long time. Then you get like the most fake smiles, right? So you set it for three <laughs> seconds. Hold your arm out as far as possible because now you don't have to worry about your thumb clicking that little shutter release. And you got a good mm -hmm. picture. I love that. So that's why you have so many great mask selfies, Liz. <laughs> Lots of mock selfies. Let me give you one more that's super quick. Okay. And I like this. Okay. Now, this is on iPhone specifically, although I, I wouldn't be surprised if, our, if Android doesn't have a similar one. You can use your volume up button to take a photo. And I think lots of people don't know that. Or they've Do done you... it accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So that's very convenient instead of opening everything up again or trying to access, you know, the that little round button with your thumb. It's really sometimes convenient when your hand is already holding the outside of your phone and you're gripping it to just mm -hmm. use a finger and press on that volume up button. It's very convenient. Yes. And by the way, I feel like we're going to make everyone sound so techy and so smart. So, you know, when people are struggling to take a photo, you can kind of waltz in and be like, you know, I was listening to this <laughs> podcast and they told me how to do this. So we're here to help. We're here not only to make your lives easier, but to make you sound smarter to your friends. <laughs> okay, number the three. Ego. Let's talk a little bit about light. So one thing that I, I realize a lot of people don't know is that you can adjust the focus and contrast on your iPhone or Android camera before snapping. So you press on the item that you want to focus on, and then you slide your finger up and down to adjust the light and the contrast. And Liz, you have some amazing photos. You've shared some on Cool Mom Picks, some on your personal feed on Instagram of the New York City skyline. And yes. the one that you took recently with the glass, like you use this technique, right? Yes, I was toasting from my um, socially distant quarantined rooftop where, <laughs> in Brooklyn where I have a good view of Manhattan and the sunsets have been incredible lately. And so I held up a glass and I just focused on, I, you know, touched my screen to focus on the glass and then you get the Manhattan skyline blurry in the background. And it looks really ah. pretty and it's very simple. It looks very pro. And the cool thing about that is even if you don't have a recent iPhone with portrait mode, it's like a way to get that same effect of distance. Yeah, no, that's a really, really smart hack. And, you know, just lighting in general, too. Like, I just like to tell people who don't realize this, I, I think I learned the hard way by taking so many photos of my kids in front of open windows with lots of light coming through. <laughs> <laughs> you always want the light to be behind the photographer, not behind the people who you're taking photos of, right? Like that's Even though seems... your kids will complain about the sun in their eyes. They office. will. And then you'll be like, yeah, but it's going to be an amazing photo, so suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> we need these photos, you kids. Okay, so what other tips do we have? I think these these so far are pretty helpful. So this one, this one I love for my iPhone. 
which is the live photos function. Yes. It gives you a lot of options, and I don't think people realize that. I think sometimes people like using live photos because when, you, when you're scrolling through your photo roll, you hold it down, and it's almost like a little GIF. You know, mm-hmm. it moves. It feels like a, a, a short movie. Um, but what's cool about it is it gives you editing options. So particularly helpful for parents who are taking group photos or the kids where they're squinty and squirmy and they make faces, and, like, there's that split second where you get everybody with their eyes open (laughs) and you always just miss it. If you use live photos and on iPhone, it looks like that little bullseye Mm -hmm. icon and you click that, it will take more like a short film. However, the phone will automatically pick what it thinks is the best keyframe. You have the option to edit that. So if you just go into edit on your photo, you can slide back and forth, up and down, frame by frame. So you might even find something that you think is better or more of what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. And then you just save that as the new keyframe. And then you have the best photo. I love that trick. And, you know, I learned kind of a similar trick for people who don't have live photo options. You can just take a video of your kids. And this is I learned this from my teenager. You basically take a video and then you go through the video and you just screenshot your favorite screen. And oh. it's really helpful, again, if you have wiggly kids or if you're trying to get a great action photo that's not blurry. So just a quick, you know, simple trick. Just take some video. Instead of snapping photos, you might get better results. That's a great idea. How's the resolution on that? That's probably not for like big photos you want to print. No, not for right? big photos, but for Instagram or Facebook or just looking at on your phones. totally fine. I love that. That's really good. So listen, let me give you one more super Okay, I'm step. ready. I'm ready. One more. And this is iPhone only. Again, apologize to our Android friends. But you can capture photos outside the frame, which is kind of a cool thing. It is So what you do cool. is you go into your camera settings. So go into settings and click camera. And underneath composition, you'll see a slider for photo capture outside the frame. Turn that on. Okay. okay, photo capture outside the frame in your settings. I'm actually following along while you're doing this. So, okay, I'm doing it. Yeah, do it. And that means that when you shoot with a wide lens, which is, you know, when you toggle the 1x on your frame to something lower so it widens the, the frame, it means your phone will capture information outside the frame. That's awesome. Even though you're, what you're seeing is what's in your frame, the phone will actually capture more automatically detecting if there's something you might have missed. So again, for parents, this is so good, particularly if you have group shots where like a kid leans out of the edge or something cool happens on the side and you didn't capture it, you can go back into your shot and widen it up because all that data is already saved in your phone through that shot. And you can get more of the shot than you originally saw that you think you shot. I love that. You know, that's great for folks who sometimes may not be so good at picking where to kind of focus the camera to. Like, I don't know about you, but every now and then I'll get a photo and I think that I what I wanted to have was like in the right spot, but it's really not. And so I miss kind of the things happening on the periphery. Not, you know, so like this is a perfect way to capture that. Yes, exactly. One thing to know, though, is that your phone stores that data for 30 days. 
So if you want to edit it, just make sure you get around to it within a month or so or it'll disappear because otherwise it'll take up a lot of space on your phone. But anyway, that's that's a cool pro trick. I learned that pretty recently and I really like it. It's it's gotten me a few cool things that I hadn't even realized that I was shooting. Yeah, I'm excited to try that one. I'm excited to play around with all of these. And if you are, we know we went through these very quickly, so we're going to make sure to share all of them or maybe some of them will tease them over on our site coolmomtech.com. So be sure to head over there to get more information about everything that we share on all of our podcasts. And before we sign off, we just want to tell you a little more about our sponsor, Sophia Family. You know, we are so thankful that they are supporting OutTech Your Kids. It makes this podcast possible. And you know what? They are so much like us. They really think like us. Of course, it was created by a dad of four, not moms of four. But you know what? They were tired of fighting about screen time and wanted to teach them healthy digital habits, which we really think about a lot at Cool Mom Tech. And they've created the first ever dedicated digital activity time manager built to work across all of your family's devices. And Liz, Kristen. they have launched a crowdfunding <laughs> I know, campaign. I went to the Indiegogo it's so page. Exciting. It's really good. It's really cool. Yeah, so it'll help get it stuff. in the hands of parents sooner. All you have to do is just head to the page, sign up for their mailing list, and then you'll get notifications on when the campaign is live. Plus, I saw there's all kinds of good early bird discounts for those who uh, add their names in early. So I would definitely check that out. It's just at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash my Sophia family. That's Sophia with an F. Bitly.com. B-I-T dot L-Y slash my Sophia family. Sign up for their mailing list and you can be one of the first to get your hands on this very cool gadget that we think is going to be super popular with lots of parents. Well, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of OutTech Your Kids. Huge thanks to our engineer, Georgina Hahn. Hey, listen, if you love what we're talking about here and you want to learn more, ask more questions, be a part of our tech parenting community, head over to our OutTech Your Kids Facebook group and just make sure you're doing a few things to support the podcast. It's so easy. You can subscribe right now while you're listening. You can leave us a five-star review, download and save our episodes, and really the best thing you can do is just tell your friends, family, and your followers about our podcast. It's all 15 minutes or less each week, and I think we just came in right under the deadline, Kristen. Thank you so much for listening to OutTech Your Kids. This is Liz. And this is Kristen. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.